Socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. I'm Joe Dombrowski. And I'm Gaspar Randazzo. Gaspar. Yes. I do have to talk about something that's happening. There's a phenom. It's, Is it that Cleveland's burning? It's the it's a phenomenon. It's sweeping the niche. Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me hanging. Teachers are finally starting to understand that you gotta work a second job. To make this shit happen. Can I ask you this? Are we? If you don't want to talk about this on the podcast, that's fine. What was your salary your first year teaching? All right. So we are spoiled in New York City, but for the record, New York City's cost of living is extremely high. So whereas an average apartment maybe in Mississippi is three dollars $400, in New York City, a one-bedroom studio apartment- Whoa, I think Mississippi is going to be pissed. They think that it costs $400 to rent an apartment in Mississippi. I don't know. Is that four hundred? I mean, I- 500 600 When I lived in Chicago, I paid $1,000 for a studio. Was that good or bad? In a great think? location. I mean, that's still considered very cheap, but people yeah. were like, wow. So like in New York City, you pay about like 1600 for a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. So like- Cost of living obviously varies based on your state and all that stuff. But so in New York City, starting pay for teacher, when I started 11 years ago, was 45000 to start. To start. To start. Now, I think that was 11 years ago. Now, I think starting is 65000 Wow. So, and then I think top pay for us, after about 10 years, you're at about 100000 in New York City. And then top pay, a teacher could get to 130, 140. But once again, that's all relative because if you have a mortgage or an apartment or something, your mortgage, like just to put into perspective, my kid's daycare is $2,500 a month. I a pay month. just for them to go to daycare. And my son goes to school for per free. Kid? Per kid? My son's free. Why? But we pay because he's in pre-K four, which is like public school it starts. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like confusing, yada, yada. but we pay morning care. So they watch my son for 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the afternoon, because we have the same exact schedule as him. Right. And my daughter, same thing. She does morning care and aftercare and a full day of pre-K. And we pay about 2,500 a month. And does Melissa still work full-time and do True Warrior? My wife still works as a full-time social worker and she owns a business, a jewelry business that we've talked about. So True Warrior Jewelry, check them out. True Warrior Jewelry. That uh, is wild. Yeah. So, and then like, I have a side hustle too with comedy and with stuff like that. But the only sad part is with the side hustle of like comedy and then still being in a classroom teaching is like when we're on the road and we're doing stuff like you eat great and things are like accommodated for you. Like a club will be like, here's a nice fancy steak and whatever you want, we'll give you. And then I'm like living that life in nice hotel. And then I go back Monday morning and I'm like begging the lunch lady for an extra mozzarella stick at nine o'clock in the morning because it's just such a different world. Yep. Like the entertainment industry and the side world is way better than the real world. It's true. When I, <laughs> uh, my first year teaching, I think I was, I don't know the exact number. I think it was $32,000 in Michigan, which was like, and I, it's funny. I interviewed, I had five job offers my first time out of college, which <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but I did. And I actually, I'm an idiot, but kind of, kind of yes and kind of no. I turned down another job offer that was like $10,000 more. It was like 45000 almost to start. 
It was and in I, Michigan as in well? In Michigan. It was actually middle school. So I was like, actually, I don't think this is my thing. So glad I turned that down. But the job that I did, I accepted the best. I accepted the worst job offer financially with this with the interview that I vibed with the most. I vibed with these people on this interview so hard, and I'm so glad I took that job because I had the best first two years of my career well, ever. I mean, see, that part blows my mind that like different schools in the same place could pay you more. It's like you're an athlete. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, we'll offer you 40. We'll offer you 38. Like that blows my mind because in New York, it's just one salary. Whatever you do, this yeah. is your salary. Well, I went to one of my interviews when they gave me the offer, the one that I ended up accepting. And I was like, hey, just so you know, like you're offering me 32 and this district's offering me 45. And he goes, are you trying to negotiate your salary? I was like, yes. He goes, not a chance. I was like, <laughs> give me the papers. I'll sign them. <laughs> but that's crazy that you could even walk in like, with that even as a possibility, like in New York, I don't even know who I would say that to. The mayor? Hi, can I have more money in my- Yeah, no, te- like, you can't negotiate salary in teaching. It's it's all based off for you. Like you look at the pay scale, like that's public yeah, it's, access. It's just wild to me that, you it know. It is, it's true. So, yeah. my, so I, my side hustle was, it was always comedy. I was yeah. doing comedy since day one and then just kind of doing, getting a little bit paid here and there to do- Small stuff, but yeah. eventually it turned into this, which was great. But teachers are doing some wild stuff. Well, like mine was always tutoring. That was oh, always we all thing. tutored. Yeah, we all tutored. Mine was tutoring. And then, no, I, I thought I de-iced, but that, I stopped doing that when I started working as a teacher. But like now today, you got like all these teachers, like every teacher is starting to look down at their feet and they're like, could I sell pictures of my feet on feetfinder.com? People do. And people are making a killing. And you see all these stories about these women, these teachers who get caught being on OnlyFans and being on, you know, these feet websites. But the truth is- What do you think about teachers being on OnlyFans? What's your real thought? Do you think Jesus loves it? (laughs) I don't know what Jesus likes. I never met him. But (laughs) I I don't know. I, I mean, listen, people can do whatever they want. And that's people's decisions. You don't want to get in trouble. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not, I don't care what people I, honestly, do. Honestly, this is okay. You I, say so, your opinion. Okay. And- so sometimes I, I'm like, in some cases, I'm pretty moderate. But in a, in a few instances in my life, I have very liberal thinking. And sex work is one of those things. Like, I honestly think it's crazy that you can't. Like sex work is illegal. That's not. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Because I feel like. It should be legal. You can, you can be, you can legally be a surrogate, right? Which is the same. You're using your science of your body to make money, but you can't do that in a sexual sense. That's, that blows my mind. And and also if these people want to do it, first of all, let them do it. Let them run their sex work as a business. Let it be safe. Tax it. Make money off of that yeah, for the I, country. That and then, I agree with And forever. make it be safe because this has got to be a public health situation. First off, it's going to happen anyway. So it's like- it's gonna ha- It has since the beginning. They talk about prostitutes in the friggin' Bible. In Pompeii, you know the city Pompeii? Yeah. That was buried? Yeah. Oh, God, Gasper. What? You, you know in what I mean? history. No, no, this, this is interesting. We, this, is, this podcast is going to turn, in, there's going to be a history segment almost every single episode. <laughs> no, no, Just so be ready for in it. In Pompeii, the city that was covered by Mount Vesuvius in Italy, it's not boring. So just <laughs> how about, do what I do to my students. You're going to love this. It's the most interesting lesson of the year. They actually had a brothel in Pompeii that was completely covered over with ash. And they found in it, they found like dildos and things dildos like that. Dildos made out of what? Well, they were covered in stone. But they weren't silicone. 
Like I don't know. I don't know what they made it. Probably out of. rocks or branches yeah, or something. Soft branch, like smooth. I don't. Down. I really. I'm not sure how it works. I really want to. Like but, Blake, will you look up what like Pompeii era dildos would have been made yeah. out of? But wait, so let me get to the interesting history part. I'm so, going to say stone. That's what's your guess? So I'm going to say a like an ivory, maybe like a tusk. That's an expensive diller. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how it works. What was it? What was it? The Middle East. So I couldn't find Pompeii, but the first ever. Okay. <laughs> the first ever Unri- dildo unripe. was an unripe banana. God. But that makes sense. Yeah, I, that's well, soft. Actually. Camel oh, dung. No, that I knew. Coated in resin. Coated yes, in resin. That that I actually knew. That <laughs> I I, I stone leather knew. and what? I see. Ooh, wood. The unripe banana is not shocking. Like no, because every hard. gay who had an awakening understands. <laughs> I don't eat bananas because I don't like potassium or hot liquids. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so. The point of, oh yeah, so they, they found on the walls because Pompeii was a travel city, so no one really spoke the same language. There was all pictures of the acts that you can pick. So people would just go and point to the wall and you'd be like this. Banana. And then, and then no, you didn't request the banana. I don't know who the banana was for, but you would request it. But this is what we're saying is that it's been going on forever. Right. That's the end result. But Pompeii made it a whole area. Amsterdam legalized it, made it a whole area. They test the women for STDs. It's going to happen anyway. You actually take crime off the streets. Yeah. Because if it only, if I was, uh, if I wanted to do that stuff and I couldn't find a willing partner that's why people do this, you know, heinous People are stuff. having sex. Yeah, so, that, you're right. So you can eliminate that disgusting part where people are doing that. And if they just pay for it and then everyone kind of benefits. Right. Honestly, everybody like, benefits. If the woman doesn't care and she's doing it, then she benefits. The guy benefits. Well, also, I feel like this, if you legalize it, it this would take stigma. Well, it would also take out the pimp who's like robbing these women. They're only getting, I would guess, like 25% of what they actually make because they have to give. Yeah. Anyway, so, but listen to this though. There's this strip. Are you, were you done about Pompeii? I'm sorry. No, no, Pompeii's done, but what we talk, oh, the feet. People Wait, hold selling on, hold feet. On, hold on, hold on. Yeah. There's this strip in Seattle called Aurora and it is riddled with prostitutes. Yeah. Most of which are very cute. And you just drive up and down this street and they will just like wave at you, like smacking on their gum. You'll be driving. They're like, (laughs) and Morgan and I were driving down it the other day and there were the most prostitutes we've ever seen in our life. And they were catcalling us. But is it legal? No, it's Seattle. Is it frowned upon? Seattle's not the United States. (laughs) It's there's not a cop in sight. Everybody knows what's happening. I think like they only arrest the Johns. They don't arrest the hookers on Aurora. I think, (laughs) but it's just so much and so obvious. Like everybody knows about it. Just like everyone's turning a blind eye. So I I have a funny story. And they're cute. Like I'm not shitting. They're They're cute. Like Morgan and I even were driving down. We're so fucking gay. We're driving down Aurora and we're like, oh my God, look at those shoes. Like where'd she get this skirt and stuff? It's over her hair. They are done. These girls are done. So it's not just crack. No, no. You have your array. You could get, there are some hookers who are walking down the street with walkers if you're into one that has one leg you can find it <gasps> speaking of one leg did you see i there okay there was a woman at our show who had no legs 
she was very open about having prosthetic legs. I think she was the woman who got in the fight. I don't know. I wasn't, I didn't see it, there but was I, a I, heard, fight. I heard. There was a fight at our show in Cleveland last Which night. Which never, ever happens I, with fights. It, it never happens. A woman tried to cut in line. I think it might have been the woman with no feet. I don't know. But, and then the other women were like, hell no. Like you cut in front of a teacher, like we turn into the students. And you he, will not. And the security guard said she made a reference to like, I could do whatever the hell I want. I got no legs. <laughs> right. I got no legs. I'll do what I want. I'll do what and I want. And people didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they went at her. And then there was someone who puked in the middle of the lobby. Cleveland Cleveland's went Cleveland's a hard. wild show. Wild. I mean, there might not be a lot to do here, but the one thing there is to do. I wonder where their prostitutes are. I'm sure. Somewhere around By here. the fire. Yeah, by the fire. Anyway, so, continue. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. So teacher's side hustles? Is that what you're yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You found out that woman who... Oh, yeah. So, so many women I know are like, I can sell pictures of my feet, but then like they all have tattoos on their feet or like a distinguishing marker, you know, whatever that they're, they're nervous about. But it's a real thing. I mean, yeah. you can make a lot of money. Like yeah. I Googled it and people are willing to spend a lot of money on feet pictures, which blows my mind. That's not my thing. No, feet are not my, feet's keep me out, kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, not, I, a nice foot's cool, but not like in a sexual way. I'm just like, oh, cool, nice foot. I got to ask you. Sense. I got to ask you. I wouldn't know. Do girls have stinky feet? Like, have you ever been to like yeah, somewhere in your life, feel like you've been with a girl and then you're like, fuck, your feet stink? Dude, listen. Get, Men feet stink. When I would go and I would like, things would be going in the direction of like pleasure town if we got to the point where you took off your shoes and your feet stink, hell no. It was not happening. Yeah. Like that, I draw the line at foot smell. Yeah, I mean, women's feet don't smell as, as men's feet are just gross. I think it's our, horm uh, it's our bodies just like protrude. Disgusting. Smell, yeah. You know, but. So, yeah, you know what's know. even crazier? Someone's listening to this right now and it's like wildly turned on. <laughs> Just talking about feet. Yeah, like feet freak me out. And actually, we can make look at like double profit on this the, episode. The thought of paying money for anything sexual is weird to me because everything's free. You can find it anywhere you totally. want. So, like, someone paying for feet, like this woman I know told me this story that someone messaged her online and was like, I'll give you 500 bucks for a video of your butt. You? No, no, this woman I know asked you. No, no, no. This woman I know told me that someone random messaged her and was like, I oh. will send Venmo you 500 bucks right now for a video of your butt. Like and cheeks? Just her butt cheeks, her pants down, her standing there. 500 and, bucks? And her husband was like, get your pants off. Like, so she did it? No. Well, she was like, I don't, you know, because God forbid, what if they, she's a teacher. She's, what if they use it again? Well, her me? face didn't have to be in that, it. And he didn't, he didn't want her face. Then... He, he, this is where it got weird. He was like, I'll give you, I don't remember the exact number, but it was like, I'll give you $672. So it was like a specific weird number that clearly meant something to his weird fantasy of this. He's, if you fart while your pants are down on video. So her husband's, I'll rip them in the back. He's not going to know, you know, just let's do it. And she was like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And he's, I'll do it, you know, move over. But you know, it's weird. Would you do it? Nah, no, I wouldn't. Why? Because the same reason she didn't. Like, just being a teacher, you know, 
I feel like I could honestly get in fuck being a teacher. I feel like I would have done it more if I was just a teacher well, than probably, now. Because well, now I don't want that shit surfacing. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think I don't know. The world is so weird. I don't want the people- world is. Weird. They would find like some very specific mole and like the perfect yeah. spot. You know, and also I have tattoos everywhere. So Do I you have tattoos really- on your butt. You have an ass tattoo. I don't have an ass tattoo, but I have up until my butt and then right underneath my butt. So it's just like your butt tats, tats. <laughs> I'm completely covered except my arms. That is wild Everything to me. on me is tattooed except my arms. I have zero on my arms. Why not on your arms? I just thought it'd be funny if I didn't have any on my arms. Like everyone's- oh, this guy You guys, his whole fucking back <laughs> is like a scene out of Lord of the Rings It's meets, not Lord of the Rings because I never saw that, but it's- It looks like Lord of the Rings meets the Game of Thrones. It's just dragons and shit yes. they're fighting. I never would have thought this motherfucker- I don't- I, Yeah, I'm getting it covered up, but- You are? Yeah, I got but it what 12 are they years so ago. so detailed. How are they going to cover it up? Is Kenny doing it? Yeah, my brother-in-law. They, they're going to put something over it and- Yeah, I don't know. I, I just- it's not me anymore. I'm not a dragon. Okay, hold on. We got to tell them about that one tattoo we saw today. Hope we're gonna, let's cut for a commercial. We're gonna we're gonna cut for a commercial. We'll be right back. Okay, listen, you guys. Our podcast videographer, his name is Blake. He's 21 years old, and he's like a real 21 year old. If you have a question, what's it like to hang out with a 21 year old? Hang out hey, with Blake. Hang out with Blake. Like <laughs> Blake. Listen, Blake. Just now, we were pausing for the podcast to get ready to do the next episode, <laughs> and he legitimately looked at me and said, "Hold on, thirty more seconds. I need to end this video game." When I tell you, my fucking head spun three sixty like The Exorcist. That is not an exaggeration. But don't worry, he finished the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we've talked about Blake a few times on this podcast. Okay, listen, Blake told us that, first of all, he tells us he's obsessed with Keith Haring. He loves Keith Haring. Keith Haring is an artist from the 90s. He did a lot of artwork that's very visually obvious. When you see Keith Haring, you know it's Keith Haring. And it had a lot of impact to do with the AIDS crisis that was happening in the United States in the 90s, blah, blah, blah. It's impactful, important, and amazing, okay? <laughs> and now here's a little picture of Keith Haring. Okay. Blake loves Keith Haring and he wanted to get a Keith Haring tattoo. You get your little ass ready because we're showing this shit on the podcast. So just for those of you who've never gotten a tattoo, understand that you walk in with an idea, okay? And you say, oh, I want uh, a, you know, a, a goose with a, a hat on. You have a and, goose with a hat on. Of course. <laughs> so I have a goose with a hat on because we call my daughter Goose. And that was the hat she wore as a baby. So. Okay. I walked in, I told them, then they draw it up for you. And then you go, mm, I don't know. I don't really like the way you did this. Then they fix it. Then you say, oh, can we make the hat a different shade of this? And they fix it because it's going on your body for the rest of your life. You can so also show them reference photos <laughs> to get it to be what it needs to be. We Googled a goose and I said, I like that one. And then we Googled the hat and I said, I like that one. Okay. So Blake, first of all, goes into this tattoo meeting and forgets what Keith <laughs> Herring's name is. <laughs> so he can't even describe to the artist. He's his, just his favorite artist he's ever. Like, I love this artist. <laughs> That's it. Okay. So he's trying to describe a specific Keith Herring picture to the artist. He's like, there's people in it. They're coming. <laughs> 
There's people, they're holding hands. There, there's people, they're holding hands, they're colorful. Here's a picture of what it should have looked like. Here's Blake's tattoo. Blake, show the people. Get over here. Embarrass yourself, Blake. And if you guys have any connections to any like tattoo, horror story videos. Yeah, you're going to have to get up into that, Blake. <laughs> It's like the United Nations. Like <laughs> it literally, it looks like a symbol. It, I, it looks like the first rendition of what the pride flag was going to be. Like that's <laughs> what that is. Descri- it, it looks like if the people. You guys, from- you can watch this episode on YouTube so you can see Blake's terrible tattoo. We do need to put you on tattoo fixer uppers show. It looks like the people on the bathroom doors, if they all united, oh, the man, oh, yeah. the woman, and the family. That's why I said and, it looks like a bathroom signal for yes. Crayola Crayons. And if they just stood next to each other and looks nothing like Keith Haring's painting. It literally, and, it looks like the men's bathroom people in different colors no, holding no, hands. They're it not looks even like really a, in different. It, it's just a weird it pride looks flag like through if, it. If there was a symbol that meant this is a bathhouse, that's what this symbol would be. Yeah. Yeah, so my goal is to tattoo the whole entire history curriculum on my body at some point. So like right now I have like ancient Egypt, I have D-Day, I have geishas. I'm trying to do like a whole world history theme body sleeve choices. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah. Did I ever show you? What is it? A triangle? That's it. It's a it's pencils. Oh. Is it what's the reason? So is it my, for teaching? Well, kinda. My reasoning behind it was pencils are the most basic tool for learning. Learning. And triangles are the strongest man-made structure. So together to me, it means strong educator, which people right now are probably like cringing, but I liked it. I like it still. That's cool. Listen, I've never <laughs> once looked at my tattoo and didn't like it. I, I, I agree. I don't look at any of my tattoos. I wonder tattoos. if anybody has ever seen, had a tattoo put on themselves and didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if any Keith Haring fans out there feel that way. And then he let them. He saw the mock-up he and was said, like, go for it. That's not it. Yeah, put that right on my arm. I want that forever. Like he literally said, like, it's close <laughs> enough and was just like, do it. You know, men on bathrooms on my arm. Just, perfect. So I have one. Ta- I don't have any tattoos that I regret, but my one on my back is just fading. Yeah. And it's older. And, and I, I'm, I'm not a fan, but I don't see it. Because it's on my back, I've never actually seen it. Yeah. So I have no idea what it looks like. When you like. met, was Melissa, like, into all these tattoos or did she not know for a little while? Shouldn't know till like summer. Oh, on our third date. Uh, uh, no, man, no. we're going to wear that. We're no. going to be right back. <laughs> no, I mean like on our third date. I was like, hey, I got tattoos. Was she surprised by how she many? She has tattoos. She's covered. Oh, yeah, she does have tattoos. She's covered in tattoos. Yeah, she don't care. She, My sister owns a tattoo shop. So like on and our, your bro- your brother on in our law second a- date. I took her to Broadway and then after Broadway, we went to my sister's tattoo shop. And she got a tattoo. No, but I was like, oh, meet my family because that's how I roll. Gasper, I want Kenny to do one of my tattoos. You should. I do, but I don't know what I want. Like when this one came to me, I sat with the idea for a year before I let it You should it do some Mukami, like a microphone. That's not cliche at all. Yeah, I'm going to fucking shoot myself. Anyway, listen, side hustles. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they got like, that girl from 90 Day Fiance. Selling her boob sweat. Boob sweat. She was selling farts in a jar. It's like, crazy. What? There's a most, person out most there. Most teacher who will be into whatever you're but selling. They're like, what? She's farting in a jar. And then she had to stop doing it because she was having all these dietary restrictions. Because she was eating too much vegetables. No, all that. And I, people were asking for very specific things. Like they were like, I want Eat beets. radish. <laughs> you said radishes. Wait, are beets and radishes the same? No, I don't eat vegetables really. What? Are they the same? No. Beets are what you eat on Thanksgiving. Radishes come out of the ground. So do beets. Yeah, but where did you think a beet comes from? <laughs> think wrong trees. Oh my! I'm not God. a farmer. I'm this from the city. Sick. We have cement backyards. So. We so she was getting very sick trying to keep up the demand, so she had to stop. But I'm just thinking this. All right, you're a creep at home. You buy your fart jar, and it comes in the mail, and you're like, "All right, honey, take the kids to Disney." And then you're just like, "Yes, like, what are you doing with that?" I hate it. But here's my thing, though. Most teachers in this country will never see $100,000 come in. Like those types of paychecks are not happening. But you right? could see that. With- uh, but here's the thing. It's not like these fart selling teachers are <laughs> going into the classroom and being like, so everyone, when I'm at home by myself, I put my asshole on a mason jar, <laughs> let a little butt air and sell it to the world. Like they're not talking about it. So and let I them agree. make their money so they can live. Yes. And you know what? You know how many teachers are freaks, S&M doing all that shit and, right. and freaky, but they're not talking about it. As long as you're not talking about your students. Oh my Who, God. Listen, I know so I many. Like- first of all, anybody wants to deny this, this is the fact teachers are horny. Like, just we're, it's it's a horny profession. You've ever if you've ever been to a last day of school party that a school put together, it is sheer utter chaos. Wild. Have I ever been Wild. in a hot tub full of naked people that I worked with? I have. We're not going to talk about it. It happened. But like. Also. Teachers are crafty motherfuckers. We know how to make a buck. We know how to scheme a little bit. The art of teaching is just the ability to beg, borrow, and steal. Use that smart-ass brain and get some coins on the table. Well, because the thing is, you could put your teacher pay teacher site together and make, you know, $3 off a lesson. No, Or you no, could do one no, fart no, in no. a jar. No, 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 no. Hold. Maybe for high school. Teachers pay teachers for elementary school. It's so it, oversaturated. Well, it is now. Oh. I used to be a part of this one thing that we're not going to talk about right now, where I worked with a lot of people who were like high up in teachers pay teachers. I worked with the first two women to ever break a million on teachers. They made That's it. Wild. And it was not even within that many years. And all you got to do is be really good at putting together these bullshit things together and then you sell them. And the most of the country doesn't really have a solid curriculum. So a lot of school districts don't want their teachers using teachers pay teachers, which I think is bullshit because if you have a group of kids who need extra supplemental shit, it doesn't matter where you're getting it, get it, right? But they're selling the shit for three, four, five dollars It's generally cheap and teachers are buying it in masses. These women are making legitimate millions from home putting this shit on teachers. Yes, see, I would never in my life, first off, once again, just like paying for that, paying for internet or whatever, paying for someone's boob sweat. I wouldn't pay anything for anything, but 
the idea that someone would pay for a lesson plan where you could literally Google like teaching the alphabet and a lesson will come up. It might not be as nice as the teachers pay teachers one, but the fact that there will be a lesson there that you could use for free blows my mind that someone would pay. So what I well, what do- What if it's two bucks? And, okay, not no, only- And I get what you're saying, but I've gone on Teachers Pay Teachers and then they give you the little sample, I screenshot it. Then I make it big and I make it my own PowerPoint. So you're breaking the law and so- Oh, no, no, I don't do that, but I've heard of people who do that. But let me ask you this. For $2, you actually buy that. And I'm not, some of these women, for $2, you're getting a lot. Like in elementary yes, school- they put, I, I guess get, it's different in high school. You we, can buy full- unit plans based off of one book. So there's this thing called the the love monster. You read it around Valentine's Day. With this love monster, it comes with math games, crafts, reading, like literally every subject based around one book for two bucks. Hell yeah, right. I'm going to buy so, that yes. shit. In that regard, I agree with you because- I'm talking about like an in like history's different. I teach one subject, so oh, I and by the up- way, we're doing a we're, we're this is our side hustle too. So if you have a little teachers pay teacher shop and you want to give us ten thousand dollars to plug it on this podcast, we're we're, we're going to do that for you. We will plug. I love teachers pay teachers. I always use teachers pay teachers whenever I'm having a hard time with a lesson. I. Teachers pay teachers. Teacher pay a teacher. <laughs> I pay a teacher um, who pays a teacher. So No, but we'll talk about your thing because I'm sure other people use it. I just, for me, it's different in high school. Like I'm teaching Napoleon. That's all I'm teaching. I could Google Napoleon. Whatever happened with him, happened with him already. I don't need like this fun, exciting stuff. Could you ever teach what I taught? Like elementary, elementary school? I could te- I believe I, and that anyone who's a real teacher can teach anything. If, I don't. See, I do. I mean, I personally feel me. I could teach elementary. I wouldn't like it, but I could do it. But I don't want to teach every subject. I don't want to be with the same kids all day. That drives me crazy. I don't know how you elementary school teachers are with the same 30 kids from eight to three. That blows my mind because I'm with kids 45 minutes and they're out my but door. But you get to know them like for real. But I get to know my kids for real too because I'm with them for 180 days for 45 minutes. We're like, that's- but I'm with them 180 days for five hours. hours. That's wild. That's like marriage. And that's not something I want to be part of. I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Take a break after this break from our sponsors. <laughs> and we'll be right back. And we're back. You know, just loving our wives, spouses, and teachers pay teachers. All right, let's get into some emails. <laughs> I got a good one. This has absolutely nothing to do with what we are talking about. But I really, God damn, she wrote a novel. You guys, listen, if you guys are going to write into the podcast, please write in the social studies podcast at gmail.com, but keep it to like maybe two paragraphs. Maybe this one. Oh, I know. I know. Should I, should I try? I'm going to try because this is the subject matter. I'm making it rain on them hosts. I know. Right. It kind of fits in with the theme of this episode. She did what teachers do. You hook them in. She's, she got us. Hey, I have so many crazy stories to share, but I wanted you to know this one for today. The bold part is the main part of the craziness in this email since it's too long and the detailed visualization is too much. I'm sorry. Uh, this girl's so definitely a knew. teacher's pay teachers. Or Here's a little bit. I taught Title I school for eight years as a sixth grade teacher and it's been a wild ride. This year I have a few problems, including moaning randomly, yelling out creamy during instructions, and still conjuring the stigma, ligma, and sugma jokes. I don't know what that is. Stigma, ligma, and stigma. Stigma, ligma, and sugma. Sugma dick, 
lick my balls and eat my what? Eat my dick. Well, Ugh. these little kids think they're so funny. I'm so sorry. This is a lot. I really got to get down right. to the part. I grabbed his note card, got up on one of my students' tables during, and he started yelling, I'm making it rain on these hoes over and over again. Then he did the making it rain action with dollar bill note cards falling on students' heads <laughs> below him. The funny part is he actually wrote on all the note cards dollar bill signs. Crafty little kid. He's put a lot of thought into P.S. it. P.S. I saw you in Denver. You were great. Thank you for sharing your amazingness with the world. You got it, girl. That, I'm not, all right, I so can't say I, I'm fully shocked. I got a great thing about this. So, I have a class with two kids in it, right? There's only two. And there was a day that they were moaning. Virtual or in real life? In real life. This is like a new thing, this moaning. Oh, it is. I can't. It's like kids love just moaning. I don't and, know where they're the just going to be class. like, it's yeah. crazy. And like in high school, because elementary, you guys don't have as many cell phones in but high school. No, it's, they get cell phones now in like third, fourth. It's crazy. Um, it, well, like in high school, a, lot, a big thing now is they're air, they airdrop porn to each other <gasps> or they airdrop like a moaning noise. So you'll open your airdrop and it's just, uh, oh, that, God. oh God, oh God. The straightest guy's moan ever. What, what, what was it? Uh. Can you give, a, can you hit us with it? <laughs> oh yeah. No. So, <laughs> please. Yes, so please. <laughs> please. Nah, my voice don't work like that. It's too raspy. I've had this voice since I was a little kid. I had to go to the doctor for it, but it's all okay. Okay. So yeah, my parents oh. took me to the doctors because they were like, what's wrong with our son's voice? Why is it so raspy? And the doctor, he just talks too much. He just talks like your dad. <laughs> all right. So anyway, so these two kids were moaning back and forth. So it's me and two kids. And one kid's like, uh, the other kid's like, uh, and they're just moaning back and forth. So I'm looking at them in disgust and I go, guys. I'm going to be real with you right now. There's going to come a point in, where, in your lives where you're going to be like in your 20s, 30s, and you're going to think back to this moment that you were in a room with another boy and another man, and you were just moaning out loud, looking at each other. Personally, I don't see the problem. <laughs> and I was like, you are just going to think back at how fucking weird that was. And they were like, yo, the fuck and then it dawned on them like i'm just in a room with two dudes moaning and i'm trying real hard to be cool in high school and i'm just moaning at another guy and again they, they again never... <laughs> trying to find the issue and they never moaned again i i, I moan shame them you moan shame them yeah, you're a moan shamer moan shamer that's a great drag name mrs <laughs> welcome to the stage moan shamer i just come out i'm like uh yeah i don't know how to moan <laughs> Listen, it's they been do. so long. I forgot the noises that you're supposed to make. I did have this really fucking annoying kid, and when I taught fifth grade, who would constantly just moan, and he would say like super fucked up weird shit to like people in the class. We used to try to get him, but here's the thing in Seattle too: you can't get anybody in trouble for anything anymore. So yeah, I'm New just York like, too. honestly. So I said to my boss one time, I just sent him down, and I was like, honestly, deal with this because I can't do anything. You're not going to do anything, but at least keep his ass down here for right now because I fucking can't. And what they do? They gave him fucking Chinese food and sent them home? Literally. No, he came back with a bag of fucking Pringles or something. Yeah, I was course. like, it's just unbelievable. I just, I can't, that's the shit that I can't. People are like, no, you can't punish them. It's like, then what the fuck do you want me to do? They're going to sit in class and I can't teach shit. No one's going to learn anything, but by all means. As long as he gets his moans in, right, uh, we like, can all be happy. It's like you're getting your steps in, getting your moans in. <laughs> and they do moan. All right, what was the other thing she was talking about? Ligma and stigma? An another. Sugma. 
So another good thing, not good. This was funny. I remember when the kid, like the, uh, it was one of those. Like, what are uh, those? That was another thing they were doing that was so fucking annoying. I don't even know what that like, is. Would just come up to you randomly and be like, "What are those?" And like look uh, at your shoes and like say that. No, it was it a didn't fucking hit high stupid Jake and Logan Paul thing. They're trash uh, anyway. No, but it was Jake, Blake, Jake. I just called Jake. Blake, you like, what was the, one of those things where like people were saying like, you know, it was like, remember in the Simpsons when Bart Simpson would call Mo and be like, Seymour, oh, Seymour, Seymour, yeah, Seymour Butts. You know, it was one of those, but there was one this year that D's nuts, there you go. And then D's nuts, there was D's nuts. Then he ran for mayor. You saw that? Ooh. And he won. Ooh. Someone put their name on a ballot. I think it was like North Carolina or South Carolina. And he put his name on the ballot and his name was D's nuts. He wasn't real. He ran though. And enough people, he did some online campaign thing on YouTube, told everybody in this county to vote for D's nuts. And people went in, he was a write-in ballot and he got 9,000 votes. And he didn't win, but he got 9,000 votes. Enough to be on the ballot. Well, he got enough to be on like the final voters thing where they're like, you know, Joe Dombrowski with 30,000 votes, Gaspar Nazo, 10,000, D's nuts, 9,000. See, this is what pisses me off. But he ruined democracy because if you think about it, that those votes could have went to me who could have potentially beat you, but instead they were just thrown in the garbage. It's like when people vote this for- This is what pisses me off, Jasper. Jasper, fucking rules. <laughs> just in general? People obey rules so soundly that everybody knew this was a joke and they were making a mockery and they could have been like, throw this one out. But instead they just like, everyone knew so they kept it and printed it. Like it's well, like it's bullshit. every year people voted for Harambe for yeah. a presidential election. Like Harambe got, let's say 5,000 votes, but that's 5,000 votes that could have went to a real. someone and that could have potentially changed history. But instead you were like, I'm voting for Harambe. Right. This dead ape who won't change anything. Who's not going to change shit. Like, and imagine Rambe won. I mean, like Jane alive. Goodall, probably that gave her some PTSD, I bet. <laughs> yeah, because she thought, all I did for these apes. And, and you're going to the dead one. Right. <laughs> yeah, the damn. But now imagine he won. Imagine. And he's just up there doing sign language, changing, <laughs> changing the country. <laughs> We'd be a very different Talking country to today. Shit. Okay, honestly though, but that's the other thing with teachers. These like rules follower teachers. These super type A rules. Like I put a little thing online that was telling teachers how to, you know, it's not, I don't know about you, but you, you're not supposed to have a mini fridge in your classroom. Oh yeah. yeah. And Remember I'm, I made a whole video about how to sneak it into your classroom. Me too. What? Sneaking them into your classroom? Did you say put a little tablecloth over it? No, I did how to get it into your building. Oh, see, I did what to do with it to keep it in your classroom. Oh, no, so, no. so I was telling teachers, you're not supposed to have this, whatever, just throw a tablecloth on it, put a globe and call it a social studies set like station whatever people in the comments were like i would do this but we're not allowed to have one exactly don't ask just do it you 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 want to go down to the staff lounge and sift through cheryl's rotten blueberries (laughs) fermented it's basically prison hooch at this point (laughs) the banana you want to do that go for it I'm not going to. Also, they're like, but the electricity bill, you're not paying for that shit and they don't pay you enough. And like, the city's paying for it and they're millionaires. It's like insane. Yeah, and they're just so, like, it's the rules. I can't. It's the rules. Shut the hell up. Like, just come on. And then on top of it, they like, so I wanted to put a crock pot in my classroom this year. For? Because, well, because I was teaching in it for, so in high school, we don't, well, in New York City high school, we don't teach in the same room. I don't have my own classroom. I move every period. But for some reason this year, I was in the same room for three periods in a row. Lucky. 
which is crazy. That doesn't happen. So yeah, that's why I don't decorate and all that stuff. All you teachers out there, you got your wonder ball and you throw it in your room. It goes off like a grenade and then your classroom looks like a freaking winter wonderland. That's beautiful. I'll never do that because I don't have my own classroom. The minute I put a Christmas ornament up, it's stolen. So they, so I wanted to put a crock pot because I was like, oh, I could get there early, throw meat in or beans, let it stew for four hours because I have to teach in there for three periods. I was like, by the time it's done, it's my lunch. I'll have fresh crock pot every day. And then the kids will be like, what's that magical goodness smell? And then I could give it to them. You got something about food allergies you want to talk about? No, well, no, I, I was thinking, I, I thought I did. Let's but, do, let's do, let's but like when slam. Blake said you look lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah, Blake today. Blake today said, are you lactose intolerant? I said, no. He goes, you look like somebody who'd be lactose intolerant. And I'm then like, as soon as he said it, I looked at you and I feel the same way about you. I feel like. Oh my God, this one wrote a novel too. We can't do a novel because we only got a few minutes. Oh my God, another novel. This is the shortest novel though. It's called My Child is Behind Because My Dad Got Shot Excuse. Well, we might be canceled for it, but I'm going to go for it. This one might be real specific. It might be. Oh, well, here we go. <gasps> hey, Mr. D. So a couple of years ago, I got transferred to the most rural school district in my school district after our school burnt down and all of our staff had to be dispersed. Campfire in California. So the school is way up in the mountains. And while the majority of the kids are sweet, the parents tend to be a bit, well, let's say terrifying. It's not uncommon to see a parent with an ankle ta- tracker walking around campus. Also, one of my colleagues had a dent put in her classroom door by a parent when he cussed her out through her classroom door while she was teaching. Anyway, a couple weeks into the school year, I received a new kid in my first grade class and was told that his schooling had been a bit sporadic and that when he had been enrolled in the school before, they had tried to have several meetings with the mom, but she never showed. When he showed, I was alarmed to discover that not only was he behind, but he wasn't able to write any of his letters or his numbers or even recognize any of them. Just for future reference, in elementary, in first grade, that's severely behind. My, yeah, I, I'm, my son's going into elementary. And he already has these skills. Yeah, Is kindergarten considered elementary? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's in that. No, your kid's not in Alabama. He, well, he's going into that. He's going. He's going to yeah. start kindergarten next year. September. Yeah. Okay. Instead, he was just, instead he just wrote tally marks and smiled when showing me his work. When I went to speak to the mom when school got out, the mom asked me how he did and I mentioned he's behind on standards and she, and seemed, but he seemed like a very sweet child. The mom replied, oh, I know that he is behind. My dad got shot in the face by my uncle. We don't take, we don't talk to him anymore. And we've been taking care of him in our trailer and dealing with all that shit. So yeah, my kid is probably a little behind. All I could think was to respond was, well, it makes sense that you wouldn't want to talk to your uncle anymore. (laughs) She said, well, it makes sense that he wouldn't want to talk to your uncle anymore. This is This was actually one of my more normal conversations with this mother. Needless to say, it was an intense year and I transferred as soon as I possibly could. Thank you for the podcast. It makes me laugh every week. That one was alarmingly specific. Future note, you guys change a little bit of your story so you don't lose your jobs. Maybe we should cut that. (laughs) No, it's fine. She doesn't teach there anymore. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I don't even have anything to say about that. I, I just feel it. bad. It's I do. Just, it's, yeah. That's one of those ones that you just, you never know. Let's turn this into a positive. Oh, shit. 
and a history lesson. No, you just never know where your students come from and the situation. Because if the mom never said it, this kid's just sitting in your class. You never know what's going through a kid's head. That's why you should always smile at them because you like eh, you might be the only person who smiles at them all day long. And also, as a big believer and lover of Teachers Pay Teachers, know that when I'm having a hard time dealing with my emotions, I go on Teachers Pay Teachers to look up lessons about emotions. <laughs> Listen, I do agree with you about you never know what's but yeah, going no, on. No, I, I am being serious. Like I, I, And as much as I hate on the profession, I hate on the structure of the profession. Agreed. Teaching is... A beautiful, beautiful, badass job. And if you have the balls to do it, you should do it. Except for lesson planning. But other than that, it's a great job. But you never know. That's why I'm always really nice to the kids. Like even the kids who tell me to go F myself, I'm like, I love how I cursed a hundred times, but then I'm like and now you're going to tone it down. The, the, the kid, well, because now I'm trying to be in serious professional mode. Yeah, you know? well, you know, hard so, to do now. Yeah. Yeah, so, you're not yeah like even the ones the who curse me out, I'm like, you're only cursing me out because... Like your own life is probably going through a lot of hard stuff. So I'm like, I forgive you. They're like, the fuck? Why are you forgiving me? <laughs> We're good guys after all. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to Social Space Podcast. You can watch us on YouTube if you're not already. Please subscribe over there or give us a five-star Apple podcast review and leave a nice comment. We love to hear from you. Yes, please leave comments. We want to know what you think of the show and leave your Teachers Pay Teachers account in the comments. Yeah, write us. We'll maybe, plug your shit. Maybe we'll uh, a couple hundred bucks it. each and then like <laughs> your shit's get on the podcast. Hey, we love you guys and we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.